From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about the dynamic that happens in your marriage when it comes to tax time, filing, owing, and maybe even getting a refund. And there's a quote from Diana Yoakum that says, spend your tax return because really, you earned it. That's right. You did. We're going to be talking about all things taxes um, in today's show. But first, we start each show with a hug. And I don't know if you all caught it when Tony was sharing the phone number, but you can also text us on that 858-876-5663 number, and we'll get your text message that we can also share as a hug. That's right. So I just want to make sure you all know that. But for those of you that don't know, a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage is experiencing transformation. And this week's hug is sponsored by HERS, and we're going to be sharing more about how this company is helping women with low libido a little bit later in the show. But this hug that came in actually came from an email message that we received. And this woman says, I just wanted to let you know that I've been listening to your show over the last few months and you guys have helped change our two-year-old marriage drastically. Right on. My husband and I were high school sweethearts that married very young. We experienced a surprise honeymoon baby, Mm. which sadly turned into a miscarriage. Mm. We were then blessed with our rainbow baby baby, nearly a year after, who's now a one-year-old. We both have struggled making our marriage a priority and being intentional about intimacy. We are also heavily involved in ministry at church and coupled with being new parents, this has created a lot of tension. Since listening to your podcast, we've had many important conversations and have been able to make our relationship more of a priority. Thank you for your ministry and the massive blessing and support it has been for us. Thank you for what you do. I love it. And here's what I want to just share. If you got married young, Elise and I got married, not as young as these two did, but we are 23 and 22. Mm -hmm. And what I can say, looking back now, 22 years, what I would say is know that you have each other's and you're going to grow up together a bit. Oh yeah. Because you're going to go through some major life periods. Mm Mm-hmm because you got married so young. So just know you're growing together, stick together, have those conversations. And even if you got married later in life, it's the same thing. You're growing up together. You're going to go through seasons of life together, stick together, hold each other's hands through those tough times and hold each other's hands even tighter through the good times. Absolutely. And you know, as we jump into the show, you know, we're going to be talking about taxes, which again, is one of those topics that, Everybody has to deal with, mm-hmm. right? You know, We've been dealing with it for 22 years. 22 years as a married couple. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those topics that doesn't get a whole lot of attention, right? And I don't care if you're listening to the show when it first releases or at any point in time in the year, having the conversations and, and t- working through what your tax situation looks like with your spouse is really a conversation. It's an important conversation. It's an important conversation. It's one that you need to be thinking about because it doesn't matter what your employment situation is. Some of you might be W-2 employees. You work for somebody else. You get the W-2, you file it. Some of you are independent contractors. And so you're on like the W-9 
mm-hmm. pathway. Some of you have you know your own business, and so you've got more complicated business tax returns, and and you're having meetings with bookkeepers and accountants, and and this financial advisor and whatnot. But all of this culminates on that magical little date of April 15th on or about, depending on whether or not it's a Sunday, right here in the States. And I don't know what the tax laws are in different parts of the country, but my or the guess, world. Or the, different parts of the world. Thank you. But the reality is, is that having to deal with taxes is something we all got to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it can be an incredibly stressful time on the individual who's responsible for preparing the taxes or making sure they get done on the marriage, on who's spending time doing the taxes, like all of these different things create stress. And what we've learned over all the years here at One Extraordinary Marriage is that if something creates stress in marriage, we better get behind these microphones and talk about it and strategize with you all because the more stress that a marriage has, the more disconnect. Mm-hmm. And frustration. I would say is in, in definitely that disconnection and not only in one area of your marriage, it can be in every area of your marriage from your spiritual intimacy to your emotional intimacy to your sexual intimacy. Each of those get impacted. And I would say in our marriage and in the years that we've had to deal with taxes, I personally have had disconnect in those areas when it has come around tax time, good or bad, having to deal with those numbers adds a bit of level of stress to my life, mm-hmm. which then allows this disconnect to happen. And we've worked around that over the years though. Well, and you know, it's like I shared in that quote at the beginning, you know, spend your tax return because you've earned it. And you sure have. You know, ideally you're in a situation where it's kind of like a break even or close to a break even every year, right? You get to keep your money all year. Maybe you owe a little, maybe you're getting a little bit back. But th- the truth is, is that there are a lot of folks that either get back a sizable return, whatever sizable is to you, or the other way. And we've had those years too, where um, we've owed a significant mm-hmm. with lots of zeros amount. And, you know, in that, in that swing is really, it's an opportunity for growth in your marriage. It's an opportunity for the two of you to, to say, how are we going to do this as a team? Right. And, and we've been on the receiving end of those phone calls from the accountant that says we need to talk. And it's never fun when you have to hear that. Especially, we, we share that a lot here on the show, you know, especially when your wife says that or your husband says that it's like, oh no, when your tax accountant is calling you and says, Hey, we need to talk. You're, you're really, your gut sort of sinks because you know, it's all financial related. Right. And the accountant never says we need to talk and it's going to be amazing. No, I've never had that conversation. Right. Maybe I need to find a new account. We need to talk usually means, um, like, like in my mind, the warning signs go off and, and the bells and whistles start going. And it's like, you've got a situation. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding. Yeah. And like all these things. And, you know, it does. Like Tony said, it, you know, it's that gut punch because now you've got to, you've got to strategize around how are we, and we've had to do this. How are we going to pay this tax bill? And one of you typically gets that phone call. And in our marriage, that's typically me. I handle most of the taxes, you know, with the business and everything. I handle the bookkeeping, Mike, the accountant that we use, and then I'm the one who's receiving either the email or that phone call. Typically now it's just emails. I don't even talk to my accountant, but you know, then it's, oh, I have to bring, I'm either the bearer of bad news or I am the bearer of like, oh, we have some extra money coming in. What are we going to do? Right. And I think that actually goes back to the one year that I got the, we're going to, the first time I got the, we're going to owe big on From the taxes, me. like years and years ago. Yeah. And I called you and you're just 
what? It was like fireworks over the phone. Like I could oh, feel yes. the steam from Tony's like self combustion there. And I think after that, Tony's like, I need to be the one handling this because I need to be able to ask all my questions. And I need, and that, that was really when that switched mm-hmm. yeah. because that, that was not a good time. No, that it was wasn't. not a good time. And you know, it, it's understanding that you in this place, there is a lot of emotion because we're talking about money and there's a lot of emotion when you have to owe and there's a lot of mo- emotion when you're going to, you know, get that refund. And, you know, Benjamin Franklin is the one that's often quoted as saying, there's nothing certain in life but death and taxes. And, and they're true, mm-hmm. right? It, it's absolutely true. And, you know, so we started talking to the one family, like we always do on Instagram and said, you know, let's, let's find out what this tax situation looks like for all of you. Because here's the thing. It's going to happen every year. It's like Christmas. We always do the Christmas show. And in that episode or prior to that episode, we're we're sharing with you guys like, if you know Christmas is coming and you know you're going to be buying presents and gifts for your spouse and your kids and other people, it may be wise to know how much you're going to spend and then take the year to save that up and know you have it so you don't come into the beginning of the year with nothing in hand. Absolutely. And that's the same thing with our taxes, right? I mean, it's happening every year. We need to stay on top of it as married couples. So that way we don't allow it to impact us and distract us from truly what we're trying to go after in our marriage. Which is deeper intimacy. Correct. Right. And so don't, don't look at taxes as just like one of those things. Oh, you know what? He handles it or she handles it. You know, it's just, that's somebody else's responsibility. And I do actually just want to go back for a quick second. Mm -hmm. You know, you were talking about how you handle all of this now, and that, that definitely is the dynamic in our marriage. But Mm -hmm. I want y'all to know that I do know who our bookkeeper is. I know who our accountant are. And the reason I'm sharing that is because it's important in a marriage that both spouses know who those people are. Because should something happen to Tony correct, and he would be unable to handle that, I need to know who to call. Right. Right. Oh, most, yeah. Most like, even if it, Hey, you're using somebody from one of the, the bigger companies because all you, you, you're just a, you're a W2 employee or both of you are W2 employees. It's okay. Even knowing where you're going to go and file, that's great. And if you can have somebody there who you've used for years, it's it's good to know their name and be able to just go in there if something does happen, which as Ben Franklin said, there are two things that we know will happen in life, death and taxes. And even if for those of you that where the finances aren't your thing, I'm going to encourage you to at least have that basic knowledge because back when I was in banking, I saw too many widows Mm -hmm. who when their husbands died and had handled everything had no clue. So don't bury your head in the sand when it comes to taxes. Don't say this is not my responsibility. Um, because, and we get it, you know, here's the interesting thing in the one family, 54% of you say that the husband's the one who is responsible for tax prep. And that may be that he's the one doing the taxes. It may be like Tony, where he's gathering all the information and dealing with the bookkeeper and the accountant and that type of thing. But in 50, you know, almost half, I mean, it's, it's pretty close to half. It's pretty close. I, I'm pretty surprised at that number too. And, and I'm, and I'm really excited to hear that from the one family that it is almost half. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's an important figure to see and number to know that, Hey, both of you are taking responsibility for the taxes. Right. And you know, of those 55% of you are doing the taxes yourself, which means that you can have those days. Like I was talking to a wife a few weeks ago and she's, we were going to try and get together. And she said, you know what? Um, we just need to do our taxes today Mm -hmm. and it's probably going to be an all day thing. So we're going to have to take a rain check on lunch. I was like, Hey, 
Totally good. Get I it. get it. You know, because years and years ago, that was our situation. And then as you know, businesses grew and things like that, we just realized that the tax code, um, but yeah. Can I, can I share something with that though, too? To me, that number seems really high because the way our tax code is now, there's so many changes that are constantly happening. And I, and I know these software programs are pretty up to date. I remember doing them many years ago and it was pretty good. Here's the thing though, I would say it adds a lot of stress because you're trying to find all these things and trying to make it all work. It may be wise for you to spend a little money to have somebody do it, get a referral to somebody, you know, even if it's just even your personal taxes, it, it shouldn't cost you more than a couple hundred bucks. I would say it shouldn't cost you more than maybe 150 bucks to get your personal taxes done, but it does decrease that stress. If that's happening in your marriage, because you're trying to get all this information and you're trying to make sure it's all done correctly. For me personally, over these years that we haven't done it, it really has helped out. Oh, I was just going to share a little bit later on the show, but I think, you know, this is actually a good point in time to stick it in. The current tax code is 2,600 pages long. Wow. Really? I, right. uh, yeah. Well, there you go. I, I mean, I heard some numbers. It was like 70,000 pages, but apparently that's like all figures and, and charts and things like that. But the actual Tax that makes code my head hurt. Is twenty six hundred pages, and I don't know about you, but that is definitely like God bless all the tax people out there because that is not my gifting. That would probably like I'd be banging my head against a wall trying to figure out what all of those deductions and exclusions and restrictions and you know whatever. I don't even, I don't know, even the know the language. Words. Yeah, because I don't. I'm even totally look making at it, it up. I, I know there are some of you listening in the one family. You're like Elisa. Stop using words you don't know. Go back and define the stuff that you know. So our CPAs out there, we love you guys, and that's why we say go to go to our CPAs. Go. Use somebody who knows what's going to happen because if it's causing frustration in your marriage, believe me, it's causing stress, which can cause that disconnect, be it spiritually, sexually, emotionally. And can you, can you just go to a professional that you, you know you're going to spend, say, 100 bucks, 200 bucks a year with and just know it's done? Just make sure everything's collected and, and, and you're putting it in whatever financial app you have or whatever. So it's, it's an easy like bookkeeping. So you can just hand it over to your accountant and go, here you go. Or financial prepare, whoever you may choose to go to. Well, and regardless of whether you are outsourcing that or you're doing it yourself, the fact of the matter is all of that stuff has to be gathered, right? We have to pull that together. And it's a great opportunity for you to talk to your spouse and say, what can I do to make this easier for you? Mm -hmm. Right? If you're the great one that's question. not, if you're the one that's not the, the responsible party for, you know, taking care of the taxes ask, you know, do you need me to get all the receipts in one place? Is there something that I can do to make this easier? Because again, this is looking at it from a team perspective. How can we lower the stress? How can we get into this place where we're, we're working together with our spouse, mm -hmm. right? And, and whether you're going to get a refund or you're going to, owe, it's so important for the two of you to have a plan around it. Right. Because so often we're like, we're like coming up to tax time and we've done this and we'd like basically, you know, in years past would throw everything at the bookkeeper and the accountant like, oh, okay, here's the box. You know, back before everything was digitized I mean, we actually had boxes of receipts. Yes. And, and like, I remember taking like the legal size box of receipts and whatnot and the, the tax form to the, to the accountant and like literally just laying it there like a peace offering, walking out, crossing my fingers and just saying, okay. 
like in two or three weeks, we're going to get the call. Right. And, and now we're in a different place. But again, like Tony said, you know, whether you get married in your twenties, you get married in your forties or your sixties, it's all part of growing up together, but part of having that financial intimacy right? And what do those conversations look like around tax time? What do they look like when you get the phone call that says, we've got a situation? What do they look like when you get the phone call that says, hey, I've got great news for you. I just want you to know that's how the accountants like tend to start off the good conversations, right? I've got great news. Yeah. And here's the thing I would say too, as you, as you come together around your finances, I think the big thing is, is we've, we've shared... And, and said to ourselves that we're not accountants or we're not good with money. This is this is the programming we've given ourselves, and we need to change that programming. Going, I am, you know, I am a steward of money, or I am a steward of our money. And how do I help in my family to do that? For you, you may be a great organizer. You may not be the money person. Your spouse may be the money person. And yet you're the organizer. So can you set up the organizational structure to allow the two of you to set everything up? And, you know, once the system's in play and you both are liking it and it works, there's not much more you have to do. We've, we've had our system in play, I would say, for close to 10 years now. I mean, we just have these, these file folders. Everything comes through our banking account, goes to my bookkeeper now, who we've had for three years, I think it is now our current accountant we've had for two years. And so everything is just working mm -hmm. and it's flowing. And so we don't, we don't have to worry about the organization of it anymore. But for you, that may be where you're at. And so coming together and using your strengths in this time. Mm -hmm. Don't look at your weaknesses and go, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. No, what can you do? What is your strength when it comes around your finances and your taxes and preparing those taxes for you and your family? And it's looking at this from a comprehensive holistic approach. I mean, and, and so we want to share strategies around the conversations, but first we want to thank this week's sponsor. And I mentioned at the top of the show uh, that this week's sponsor is hers. And I just want to start by saying that it's not weird or abnormal for women to have a low libido. In fact, it's quite opposite. And for hers.com is a new women's wellness brand that's putting your body back in your control. And whether mm -hmm. your sex drive has changed since having kids, that happened to me, becoming yes. premenopausal, happening to me, or perhaps you no longer desire sex as frequently as you once did, For Hers is here to help give women an option. For Hers has the only FDA-approved drug on the market to address hypoactive sexual desire disorder. And, and you know, this is for women. And so you know, a doctor is going to evaluate you and, if appropriate, can prescribe you a treatment for HSDD that can be delivered direct to your door. And here's what I love about that. You know, no more in-person doctor's visits, no more pharmacy lines, no insurance needed. So Order now. Our listeners can get started for only $29 by going to forhers.com slash one right now while supplies last and subject to uh, doctor approval. Important safety information applies. So see the website for full details. So go to forhers.com slash one. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S.com slash one. Forhers slash one. Restrictions apply. See the website for full details. So what do you do, right? According to the IRS website, the average refund is approximately $3,000. And that's, that's, a, no, that's a good chunk of change. That, that's no small amount. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's worth noting that the one family has quite a few, uh, a good mix of savers and spenders Cool. in the mix. About 60% of you said that, you know, you would save your tax refund over spending it. 
Okay. But if you were going to be spending it, the top five categories were vacation, travel, romantic getaways, paying down debt, mm-hmm. home improvement, buying a house. And putting it towards a car, whether car payment, car maintenance, whatever it is. Okay. Um, some of my other favorite things that you all said that you would do if you were going to spend it would be to hire a housekeeper. Somebody said hire a housekeeper for a year. And I'm like, amen to that. You know, well, that decreases stress, which increases time for one another. Absolutely. Uh, another one that came up was go to a marriage conference, get couples counseling, mm-hmm. buy a new mattress, put it yep. towards the wedding or adoption. But you know, what was neat about all of these things is that there was a, like the intentionality came through in your responses. There, there wasn't any, I don't know, like everybody, everybody that responded had a concrete, this is what we're going to do. Mm. And so really, you know, as we talk about being on the same team, when, for those of you that are getting that refund, then you start looking at saying, you know, what are our short term and long term goals? Like, let's not just get this money in and be like, boo party. Right. What, what are we going to do? Having that conversation because with it, we have, we we're, we're setting the expectation mm-hmm. and then we're able to deploy and take action on it, which Absolutely. is key because if you want to do one thing and your spouse wants to do another, there's discord, which causes strife, which causes uneasiness and uh, there, there, there's friction. And so let's have the conversation. But again, I I would say we need to have this conversation as couples long before that refund, you know, is coming through the door. Yeah, don't wait for it to hit your account. Like have dreams, talk about things like this, because that's sort of even that dream list. So when it is coming in, it's like, well, we already have our dream list. Boom, Mm -hmm. boom, boom. If you have to owe, it's another thing because you're going to have to go, hey, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go get it? And we're going to talk about the owing part. So for those of you that might be owing this year, don't worry, we're getting to you. Hang in there with us. But as you're looking at those those short and long-term goals, are you able to put money towards both of them? Right. That may be part of the, you know, like we want to do something right now, but we also want to do something Mm long-term. Is there something that you've been putting off? that now with this refund might be the thing to do. Maybe it is. I can't tell you how many people talked about travel and romantic getaways, mm-hmm. right? Have you been putting off that couple's trip? Now might be the time. And it's also asking yourself, how is allocating our money, our money team mm-hmm. belongs to us, going to impact our current situation? And I would add even one more. Yeah. How are we using those funds to leave a legacy? Mm. Because too often the money comes in and it's out the door before we even have any time to really realize the importance of it. So what are you doing with that money? So if you're getting $3,000 on average back, can you take 10%, 20% and put it away and let it grow, let it build? I'm telling you, there's a great book that I, I recently read called The Storehouse Principle, and I'll put a link to it in our show notes. I love this book. It comes out of Deuteronomy 28.8, and I love the principle, and it's something that Elise and I have been doing for many years. And I think for many of you who are like, hey, what do we do with this money? Maybe this is the year that you start a storehouse. Mm. So, you, so you're building up, and you're, and you're ready to leave a legacy, or even building up your own storehouse so God can bless you. 
Absolutely. And you know, the truth is, is that as you start to realize that the two of you can talk about money, because so many couples are like, oh, we can't talk about that. And we're equipping you with these questions to be able to talk about those things. It'll, you start to see that you can take that financial intimacy skill and apply it to other areas of your marriage. Mm-hmm. You can get into this place where you're dreaming with your spouse again, and you're planning with your spouse and you see that it invigorates the marriage and brings the two of you even closer on the same team with that shared vision. Mm-hmm. Right, you're not just operating in a vacuum within your marriage, but the two of you are doing this together. And the truth is, is that that's also the situation if you're on the flip side and you have to owe money. Which we've been there. We've been there a, a number of times, not just once. That that's why I was able to tell you when the accountant calls and says we need to talk. Right, I, I know that situation, and I also been on the receiving end of. Guess what? I've got great news. But when you're on that side and you get that phone call that says, hey, we need to talk or, or you're doing the software program and it pops up and it says you owe and you get that gut punch. And you say, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> Just like caught my, it. My little rhyming. <laughs> my little rhyming. But you know, even if that happens, and like as, and Tony and I have shared, we've been there. It's an opportunity for the two of you to come together and have unity around your financial intimacy. Mm-hmm. Right? It's looking at this and saying, how can we make this situation more manageable for our marriage? We're in this place. What are we going to do? How can we work together on tackling the money that we owe? Right? Does it mean that we need to get part-time jobs for a season? Do we need to you know, sell some stuff and liquidate it just to get the cash to be able to do it? Do we need to look at our budget in the short term and cut back on maybe some of the you know, more expendable, uh, you know, I don't want to say frivolous. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Disposable line items, okay. I guess. You know, like yeah. like going. Maybe you're going to cut back on going out, or you're going to cut back on the Starbucks, or you're going to you know cut back on those things because you're just like right now we need to tighten up a little bit so mm-hmm. that we can apply this to our tax our tax liability, right? Mm-hmm. And so you start looking at that. You get you get creative, and then you start asking the question. And, and there's always a good time to ask this question: What can we do to get a little closer to that break even point next year? Mm-hmm. Can I can I add one more thing though? Too yeah. always seek out counsel professional counsel. If you did it yourself, again, go to a CPA, go to a tax preparer, seek out those people who know that. Elisa and I are not. We're just sharing from our experience of dealing with taxes for the last 22 years as a married couple. Mm-hmm. And, and there were times when we had very little, so we didn't have much in, in a refund and we didn't have much in um, having to owe. There have been times though when we have made a lot and we've had to Oh, a lot. And so it's, it's conversation. It's going to people you trust, your tax preparer, somebody who knows and has knowledge and can help you guys together come up with a game plan or at least give you enough information that the two of you can get out on some walk and talks and figure this thing out. Yeah. I mentioned it earlier. The, the tax code is over 2000 pages long. Which boggles my mind. Which outside of those of you that are listening that are in the tax industry, the rest of us don't know. You know, there's all kinds of things with withholdings and deductions and, and whatever to ease your tax burden. So like Tony said, get that wise counsel. Figure out how the two of you can be on the same team. Mm-hmm. Right? Money is not money is not a weapon, you guys. It's an incredibly powerful tool. But we have to treat it as such within our marriage, whether there's a little bit or a lot right? Whether we're getting a refund or we're owing it saying, how can we use this tool to create unity 
between the two of us. And, and this is not a topic that just happens in the month of April or, you know, at the end of January when the W2 forms start, this is a, a conversation that you guys can have at any point in time in the year. It can mm-hmm. be one of those things that you're like, okay, how do we wrap our heads around this? What do we need to know? Don't bury your head in the sand. Cause you're like Tony said a few minutes ago, Oh, that's not my thing. Well, a lot of you said that about talking about sexual intimacy or you said that about talking about your spirit. That's not my thing. And here you are, mm-hmm. you're having those conversations. So we know that you can become equipped and you can actually step into this place where you do it. Mm-hmm. So no excuses. If you need to be more resourced, I want you to know this is just one of the many topics that we dug into in this month's position post. And it's delivered each month to our generous partners. And you can learn more about that at positionofthemonthclub.com. Yeah. So when it comes to your finances, guys, and gals, it's one of those topics that each of us do. So you're not alone. Here's the key though. You guys got to discuss it. And when it comes to your taxes, you guys have to begin to have a plan around it. So what we hope that you gain from this, we know that we know that tax time is right around the corner when this episode is first dropping. And yet it's a conversation that we need to be having each and every month. Let's know what's going on. Let's let's make sure we're prepared. And even as you, you're getting into this year, figure out what worked and what didn't work. Do you need to make changes? For us this year, we're getting a refund. And I talked to my bookkeeper and my accountant and I said, you know what? We need to get that closer to even. I would rather us pay just a little bit or get just a little bit back than have it this way. So it's, it's always looking and strategizing and figuring out what we need to do. And the two of you together, just taking some time away and discussing it can be a huge impact for each of you, for your family, for a legacy. Think about that. Think about that. If you could put aside $1,000 each year, just knowing because of your refund, what that could leave years to come or $500 or $200, whatever that amount it may be. We love you guys. We're excited for what's ahead. We can't wait to hear about your tax refunds and your tax successes. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.